Welcome to Zichud Dafsim. My name is Rabbi Ram Goldar, and today we're going to talk about Kama Daf Samach Vav, the seventh parak Maruba. So the three types we're going to focus on. Number one, Rabbi said Shinui Konik Siva Vatinina that a physical change to a stolen item causes a thief to acquire it is written in the Torah and taught in the Mishnah. The Pasuk says, and he shall return the stolen article that he stole. The last phrase teaches, if the item is still as it was when he stole it, he shall return it. But if not, meaning the thief changed it, he only needs to pay money. Too much nice are quoted as sources. One Mishnah teaches that if one steals wood and makes it into kalim, or wool, and makes it into garments. He pays its original value and does not return the item. Another mission teaches, regarding Rachel's a gaze, the first shearings given to a Kohen, that if the owner of wool died before giving it to a Kohen, he's exempt from giving it. Here, he doesn't pay money either, since no specific Kohen had a right to it. These two Mishnahis demonstrate that a thief acquires a stolen item through changing it. Point number two, Rabbi said Yeush regarding despair, when the owner of a stolen item despairs of retrieving it. Amri Rabbanin did nickname. The rabbis say it causes a thief to acquire it. However, he wasn't sure if this law was the Raisa or the Rabbanan. It may be the Raisa akin to one who despairs of retrieving his lost item, after which one who finds it may keep it. However, it may be different from a lost item, which, when it was found, it came permissibly into his hand, since the owner had already despaired, whereas regarding a stolen item, which came into his hand illegally, before he despaired, he would not acquire it, the Raisa. Rather, it would be a rabbinical decree, because of an enactment made to assist those wishing to repent, to ease their repentance by allowing a monetary payment, rather than having to retrieve and return the stolen item. Rav Yosef said, Yeyush despair does not cause the thief to acquire it at all. Afil midirabun, even rabbinically, he must return the stolen item. And pointing with you, Rav Yosef is challenged from a mission which states, regarding unprocessed hides, Shalganav, regarding hides stolen secretly by a thief, Makshava matamasan, thought, renders them susceptible to tumah. Because the owner despaired of retrieving them, the thief owns them, and his decision to use them as utensils, meaning mats, without further processing them, makes them susceptible to tumah. But regarding hides stolen forcibly by a robber, thought does not render them susceptible to tumah. Because the owner knows who the robber is, he hopes to sue him in court and retrieve his hides. Rabbi Shimon holds the opposite is true. Because the victim despairs of retrieving his hides from a robber who forcefully stole from him, but hopes to retrieve those stolen secretly by discovering the thief. This proves that the thief does acquire through the owner's yeyush. Rabbi said this challenge went unanswered for 22 years until Rabbi Yosef became the head of the yeshiva upon Rabbi's passing and answered, Shinu Hashem Kishinui A change of name is like a physical change. Just as a physical change affects acquisition, because it was originally wood and now utensil, for example, regarding a change in name also, it was originally called a hide and it's now called a tray, for example. So once again, the three points are number one. Rabbah said, Shinui konek siva vatinina, that a physical change to a stolen item causes a thief to acquire it, is written in the Torah and taught in the Mishnah. The Pasuk says, and he shall return the stolen article that he stole. The last phrase teaches, if the item is still as it was when he stole it, he shall return it. But if not, meaning the thief changed it, he only needs to pay money. Too much nice are quoted as sources. One Mishnah teaches that if one steals wood and makes it into kalim, or wool, and makes it into garments, he pays its original value and does not return the item. Another mission teaches, regarding Rachel's a gaze, the first shearings given to a Kohen, that if the owner of wool died it before giving it to a Kohen, he's exempt from giving it. Here, he doesn't pay money either, since no specific Kohen had a right to it. These two Mishnahis demonstrate that a thief acquires a stolen item through changing it. 
point number two, Rabbi said Yeyush, regarding despair, when the owner of a stolen item despairs of retrieving it, Amri Rabbanan the nickname. The rabbis say it causes a thief to acquire it. However, he was unsure if this law was the Raisa or the Rabbanan. And maybe the Raisa akin to one who despairs of retrieving his lost item, after which one who finds it may keep it. However, it may be different from a lost item, which, when it was found, it came permissibly into his hand, since the owner had already despaired, whereas regarding a stolen item, which came into his hand illegally, before he despaired, he would not acquire it, the Raisa. Rather, it would be a rabbinical decree, because of an enactment made to assist those wishing to repent, to ease their repentance by allowing a monetary payment, rather than having to retrieve and return the stolen item. Rav Yosef said, Yeyush Enukona, despair does not cause the thief to acquire it at all. Afil Midrabban, even rabbinically, he must return the stolen item. And pointing with you, Rav Yosef is challenged from a mission which states, regarding unprocessed hides, Shalganab, regarding hides stolen secretly by a thief, Makshava Matama San, thought, renders them susceptible to Tuma. Because the owner despaired of retrieving them, the thief owns them, and his decision to use them as utensils, meaning mats, without further processing them, makes them susceptible to Tuma. Shal Gazlan but regarding hides stolen forcibly by a robber, thought does not render them susceptible to Tuma. Because the owner knows who the robber is, he hopes to sue him in court and retrieve his hides. Rabbi Shimon holds the opposite is true. Because the victim despairs of retrieving his hides from a robber who forcefully stole from him, but hopes to retrieve those stolen secretly by discovering the thief. This proves that the thief does acquire through the owner's yeyush. Rabbi said this challenge went unanswered for 22 years until Rabbi Yosef became the head of the yeshiva upon Rabbi's passing and answered, Shinu Hashem Kishinui A change of name is like a physical change. Just as the physical change affects acquisition, because it was originally wood and now utensil, for example, regarding a change in name also, it was originally called a hide and it's now called a tray, for example. All right, so now we go to Simmerdaf Samachvav, and our standard simon relates to sewing, and we use a tailor for the simon tailor. So here goes. The tailor who stole some wool quickly made it into a garment to acquire it when he saw the victim give up hope of retrieving it, but wasn't sure if Yeush Kona or not. Unaware that the unprocessed hides he stole and used as a mat in his shop had become tummy from a share, it's because of Shinui shame, which is like Shinui Maisa. Once again, it's motion. The tailor, tailor, that must be more enough. Samach Vav, sewing. The tailor who stole some wool quickly made it into a garment to acquire it, which reminds us, Rabbi said, Shinui Kona Xiva Patanina, that a physical change to a stolen item causes a thief to acquire it is written in the Torah and taught in the Mishnah. The Pasuk says, And he shall return the stolen article that he stole. The last phrase teaches, If the item is still as it was when he stole it, he shall return it. But if not, meaning the thief changed it, he only needs to pay money. Two Mishnahis are quoted as sources. So the tailor who stole some wool quickly made it into a garment to acquire it when he saw the victim give up hope of retrieving it but wasn't sure if Yeush Kona or not. Which reminds us, Rabbi said Yeush Amri Rabbanan the nickname. Yeush, the rabbi say, causes a thief to acquire it. However, he wasn't sure if this law was the Raisa or the Rabbanan. Rabbi Yosef said Yeush Enokona, despair does not cause the thief to acquire it at all. Afilma, the Rabbanan, even rabbinically, he must return the stolen item. So the tailor who stole some wool quickly made it into a garment to acquire it. When he saw the victim give up hope of retrieving it but wasn't sure if Yeush Kona or not. Unaware that the unprocessed hides he stole and uses a mat in his shop had become tummy from his sheretz because of Shinui shame, which is like 
Shinui Maisa, which reminds us, Rabbi Yosef was challenged from a Mishmud states regarding unprocessed hides, Shalganav regarding hides stolen secretly by a thief, Machshav Matamasan, thought renders them susceptible to Tuba because the owner despaired of retrieving them. The thief owns them and his decision to use them as kaling, meaning mats, without further processing them makes them susceptible to Tuma. Rava said this challenge went unanswered for 22 years until Rabbi Yosef became the head of the yeshiva upon Rava's passing and answered Shinui Hashem Kishinui Maisadami. A change of name is like a physical change, just as a physical change affects acquisition because it was originally wood and is now a keli, for example, regarding a change in name also. It was originally called a hide and now it's called a tray, for example. So once again, the tailor who stole some wool quickly made into a garment to acquire it when he saw the victim give up hope of retrieving it but wasn't sure if Yehush Kona or not. Unaware that the unprocessed hides he stole and uses a mat in his shop had become tummy from his sherets because of Shinui shame, which is like Shinui Maisa. All right, so now it's time for Four Blatbach Hazara. Dav Samach Base. So the similar Dav Samach Base is a submarine. So here goes. The submarine admiral, submarine, that must be more in Dav Samach Base. The submarine admiral who discovered that the uniform he hid without permission under his pile of grain in someone's yard was burning off fire, which reminds us, although Rebuta ordinarily obligates paying for hidden items damaged by fire, if someone receives permission to pile grain in his fellow's field and hides items there, Ryuta agrees the owner would be putter if fire damaged those items which were there without permission. So the submarine admiral who discovered that the uniform he hid without permission under his pile of grain in someone's yard was burning off fire, caused by flax on a camel being ignited by near Hanukkah, which had been placed outside the submarine accessory store, which reminds us, the next mission teaches that if a camel bearing flax walked near a store and the flax entered the store and was ignited by the store owner's lamp, the camel's owner pays for any damages. But if the store owner left his lamp outside the store, he is liable for the damages. Rebuta says, Benir Hanukkah Pater. Regarding a Hanukkah, he is Pater since he has permission to place it there for the mitzvah. So the submarine admiral who discovered that the uniform he hid without permission under his pile of grain in someone's yard was burned in a fire caused by flax on a camel being ignited by near Hanukkah, which had been placed outside the submarine accessory store, saw one of his officers who was towing tying his ganav, but who had sold the animal in his care, paid dollar day, which reminds us, the seventh parak begins, Maruba midas tashumi kefo, midas tashumi arba The rule of double payment for a thief is more inclusive than the rule of fourfold or fivefold payment made if the thief sold or shechted stolen ox or sheep. Kefo applies both to living beings and inanimate items, where Dal Behe only applied to an ox or sheep. The Gemara notes that since no other difference was mentioned, the Mishnah supports Rabbi Chibarab's ruling that Atolentina's Ganav does pay Dal Behe. Others say this proof was defective because the Mishnah does not say Ain Bain. There is no difference between them except the Mishnah taught one difference, but there may be others. Dav Samach Gimel. So the similar Dav Samach Gimel is a segue. So here goes. The thief on his cold Dav Pesha segue, segue, that must be more on Dav. Samach Gimel. The thief on his cold Dabra Pesha Segway, zipping past all the items one pays Kefal for, which reminds us, the Gemara asks for the source of the Mishnah's ruling that Kefal is paid for any stolen item. A price derives from a claw, prat, claw to include most items, but the Gemara said it should not include birds, or at least non-kosher birds, which should not convey any tumma, in contrast to the examples of the Pasuk. Therefore, the Gemara concludes, Kol Rebuyehu. The word any in the Pasuk of Kodavra Pesha is an inclusionary term which teaches to include all items, even inanimate ones, in the law of Kefal. So the thief on his Kodavra Pesha segue, zipping past all the items one pays Kefal for, who was stopped by a Shomer Chinim who asked if he should falsely claim 
that an item he was guarding was lost or stolen from him, which reminds us, a mission is quoted about one who confronts his Shomer Chinam, asking for his item, and the Shomer says, Avad, it was lost, and the owner then demanded he swear to his claim, and the Shomer said, Amen. If Adim testified that the Shomer lied and he himself ate it, he pays only the principal of the item. However, if the Shomer said, Nignav, it was stolen from me, and agreed to swear to that effect, and then Adim testified that he stole it himself, Mishalim tells Shomer Kefal he must pay the double payment, and this is the rule of Atolim Tanisganav pays Kefal. So the thief on his cold of Pesha segue, zipping past all the items one pays Kefal for, who was stopped by a Shomer Chinam who asked if he should falsely claim that an item he was guarding was lost or stolen from him, responded that if he took a shvu after being Atolim Tanisganav, he would have to pay Kefal, which reminds us, a Bryce derives that the case where a Shomer pays Kefal when he is told in is Ganav is only where the Shomer swore like his claim. The Pasuk says, And the homeowner, meaning the Shomer, shall approach the court. This means L'shvua, to take an oath. Dav Samachtod. So the Simmer Dav Samachtod relates to Sod, secret, and we use a secret agent. So here goes. The secret agent, secret agent, that must be on Dav Samachtod, Sod. The secret agent who discovered the source that a thief pays Kefal in the Pasuk, which reminds us, the more brings an alternate source for Kefal on all items, if being found, it will be found. So the secret agent who discovered the source that a thief pays Kefal on the Pasuk, and was then thrown off when he saw someone else who was Modabakanas use the same Pasuk to exempt himself, even when Adim came after, which reminds us, the more asks, according to the Tana, that one of the Psukim of Shomer teaches a gun of laws of Kefal, what is the Pasuk of Imimatse explicitly discussing a thief coming to teach? It answers that Rabba Bahilai Darshan is to teach Rabba's ruling. One who admits to liability for a fine, and then Adim came and testified as much, he's putter from the Knas. The Pasuk Imimatse Timatse teaches Imimatse Be'edim, if it is found through Adim, Timatse Be'dayanim, then it will be found by judges that he must pay the Knas. Prout Lamarshi at Satsmope, this excludes one who incriminates himself. So the secret agent who discovered the source that a thief pays Kaif on the Pasuk, and was then thrown off when he saw someone else who was Modabakanas use the same Pasuk to exempt himself even when Adim came after, was surprised when a thief got caught and paid Kaifal even though he didn't take. A Shavua, which reminds us, let's say that a thief himself only pays Kaifal if he swore a Shavua, denying his theft. According to the Tana, the thief's Kaifal is taught in the Psukim of Shomer. In a bright so Rabbi Yaakov answers the Torah says, Shnaimi Shalem, he shall pay twofold, meaning Shalob even without an oath. Daf Samachay, so the similar Daf Samachay is Se, sheep. So here goes. The sheep thief, sheep, that must be more on Daf Samachay, Se. The sheep thief who got upset when he was told in Basin that he pays the Karen according to the original value, but Kefal according to its value, when appearing in court, which reminds us, Rob said, Karen Kein Shogonov, a thief pays the principal according to its value when he stole it. Tashumi Kefal, Tashumi Arba Chamisha, Kashasa Madabadin, and he pays Kefal and Talabahay according to its value at the time of appearance in court. The extra words in the Pasuk, Geneva and Chaim, teach, Achiela Karen Kein Shogonov, revive the principal of the stolen item as it was when he stole it. Tosos explains that this implies that only the principal is paid according to the theft, but the additional payments follow its later value. So the sheep thief, who got upset when he was told in Basin that he pays the Karen according to the original value, but Kefal according to its value, when appearing in court, and broke a one's keg of wine he stole, requiring him to pay its current value, of for Zuz, which reminds us, Rabba said that if someone stole a keg of wine which was worth one's, and worth four Zuz when it was destroyed, Tabra Oshasia, if he broke the keg, 
or drank the wine, actively destroying it. Mishalom Dalit, he pays for Zuz, its current value. Ispar Mamela Mishalom Zuza, but if it broke by itself, he pays only one Zuz, its original value. Rashi explains that this act of destruction constitutes a new act of theft and obligates him according to its new value. Shechting or selling a stolen item is likewise actively destroying it, so Rabbi would hold he pays the principal according to its current higher value. All right, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff did we learn that B'nai were told not to leave their homes during Machas Bechoros because the Mashchis does not distinguish between Tzadikim and Rishayim? That's on Dav. Samach. Good number two, which stuff did we learn an alternate source for Kefal and all items? It's from the Pasuk, Im Himatzeh Timatzeh. That's on Dav. Samach Good number three, which stuff do we have Machok is whether Yehush Kona or not? That's on Dav. Good number four. Which stuff do we have the sugya of Tavra Vashasya, where a thief breaks a keg of wine he stole and is required to now pay its current value? That's on Dav. Good number five. Which stuff do we have a question if a Tolentine is gonna pays dollar or hay? That's on Dav. Good number six. Which stuff do we learn Shinui Shem Kishinui Maisa? And therefore a thief acquires unprocessed highs he uses a mad, which can then become Tame. That's on Dav. Good number seven. Which of them rebuttal was that Pishtam, carried by a camel, got ignited by Ner Hanukkah placed outside the owner of the Ner Hanukkah's but because he had permission to place it there because of the mitzvah? That's on Dav. Good number eight. Which of them, when a thief pays the principal coin to its value when he stole it and pays Kefal of a dollar to Hey, Kashasa Madabadin? That's on Dav. Good number nine. Wished of the one that Shinwe Kona, a physical change to a stolen item, causes a thief to acquire it, and it's written in the Torah and taught in Mishnayis. That's on Dav. Good number ten. Wished of the one the source to obligate Kefal for all stolen items is from the Rebuya of Coal. That's on Dav. Excellent. That concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ram Goldhar from Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.